And we present ourselves to you, Lord. And reveal to us more of your truth. May we remain in the way of life. And Lord, let your will be done in us. Let your will be done in us. We invite your angels to come and minister unto us as we are here gathered. May they cause deposits of glory to remain upon us. Even as on the day of Pentecost, there were tongues of fire upon the people. Father, let your angels come and deposit your fire upon each one present here, O God. Be glorified. Amen. Let's please take a seat. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The song is communicating a revelation that somebody has about how he wins in life. Hallelujah. But it is not communicating common sense. Praise the Lord. It's communicating something beyond common sense. Something that your senses may struggle to accept. Hallelujah. How you will win. How you will win. It's a different way of thinking. Hallelujah. It's a different way of thinking. God is seeking to move us into a new way of thinking. A new way of thinking. So that we will live differently. So we've been reading from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And we want to begin there again today. Romans because um, this passage of scripture must become real to us. It must become very real to us. You see, when God has released grace to change, that means that we will have to give account for the grace given to us. Hallelujah. If from the beginning of the year to now you don't you can't point to anything that has changed in you, then you realize that you will give account of the grace given to you. So you need to be concerned. Change will begin inside you. The Bible says that one of the ways to tell that you are changing is whether the way you think is changing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the way you think about different things, particularly as it relates to God. And if you can't tell that anything has changed, then realize that you need to put in a bit more effort. Hallelujah. Oh, 
When I say put in more effort, I mean you have to be more intentional. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to be intentional about it. And it's easy to assume that if that is what God wants to happen, it will happen. That is a deception. The Bible does not teach us that. If that were the case, Jesus would never have said that when you pray, ask that Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that sometimes the will of God does not happen. understanding? So God wants us to change. But we may not change. But we may not change. And so it's something that has to happen intentionally. And from the beginning of the year, we have been hearing about change. Hallelujah. Amen. See, how many of us drive? You drive, you can drive a car. All right, but all, all of us have been in a car before. Is that, is that not the case? There are times when you are driving when you can get into a situation. Maybe um, you're trying to do an overtaking, for example. And as you began the, the, the exercise of overtaking another vehicle, you realize that you have miscalculated. And Especially if you drive on Accra Kumasi Road. Uh, and when you realize that maybe the speed of the car coming, you didn't, you didn't estimate it well. You realize that you're overtaking at your current pace. It might not complete. Hallelujah. So what happens then? You have to increase your speed. Praise the Lord. And some cars have what is called a table booster. One of my cars has one. When you are in such a situation and you step on the accelerator in a certain way, the, the whole car will know that there's trouble. We must do something. No, so what can be out to them? Hallelujah. And the way the car will jump forward. Hallelujah. Because something is about to happen. And what is about to happen must be avoided. See, when God says change, it means that there is something ahead of you. Hallelujah. And if you keep on at the pace on, on the path you are on, you are going to end up in a situation you don't want to be in. And that is why he says, change. Change. 
the way you are living your life. Change the way you are serving God. Change the way you are marrying. Change the way you are doing your business. Change the way you are doing the work of God. Hallelujah. Change something must change. And it is for you to realize that it is not an option for you to change or not to change. Now, Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? You may assume that it's up to you. If you want to, you will change. And if you don't want to, you won't change. But for God, you see, when you are driving, especially when you are driving in a, in a, in a, on a land that is not flat, many times you can't see what is ahead of you. Especially if you are in a saloon car. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are a truck driver who's enough there, sometimes you can see more than the saloon car. So what kind of thing So you see, God has seen what is on the other side. And you are just enjoying the ride. Now what is I can't you and you think that everything is okay. Now, why do you That if I continue the way I'm going, I will reach my destination the way I want to. But God seen that something is coming. And it is the love of God that makes him give us warning. Hallelujah. It is God's concern for you and I that causes him to give us warning. Hallelujah. And so, if you see that the change is not happening as it should, then it's time to boost what you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means that there is a certain mindset you have that as for me, this is how I do my things. And you have confidence and you take pride in that way that you have. But God has seen that that way you have is not going to yield the results that he wants for you. And Jesus said in Mark chapter 4 that the curse of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desires for other things, keep the word of God from working in you and I. Na Yesu mama ya tia sede. We are see adwenjin. Ena we are see na ahunyem endaada. Eyi otwe na adweni fi nyankopon asamdo. So since the beginning of the year all that you have heard on change if it is not changing you. Then it means that the curse of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things are working very strongly in your life. 
So something must come in to reduce the power of these things in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't you agree? Because these things are very powerful. These the things we worry about. What we will eat. School fees. Hallelujah. <laughs> New dress. When you hear there's a wedding, oh, I need a new dress. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Those things have, have a lot of power. They are very strong. Something must come in to break their power over you and I. Hallelujah. Amen. And the power of those three things that Jesus mentioned, the power is derived from your flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. It is your flesh that gives power to these three things. See, your spirit is not worried about your lunch today. <laughs> you understand? Yes. It is this your body that is concerned about the food. Your spirit is not concerned when you wear the same dress every Sunday. It is this body. These eyes you have. That you see somebody and say, Hey, Rabbi, the day be at the back of Hallelujah. Amen. It is your body. <laughs> and the desires for other things. That it is the same body. Hallelujah. Amen. So the way we think is usually to serve our body and the desires of our, the demands of our flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, you don't agree? When you are tired and you still wake up in the morning and go to work, but if it was Sunday, you would say you are too tired, you have to rest so that your body does not break down and you get sick. Because God said I should take good care of myself. Is it your spirit that is leading you or it is your flesh? So the flesh is keeping you from yielding to the word of God that has come to you to make you change. So in order to accelerate and boost 
the change process, we must deal with the flesh. Inti se yepede yetu mirika ne yangu yeshuwa insasanya odobe yabreboma anoda yeshe nemsi hunami yesu nutu minano. How many of us agree that our flesh is getting in the way? Hallelujah. And the Bible has a very strong medicine for the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Why are you laughing like that? You have designed. Oh, very good. The Bible has what? Strong medicine for the flesh. And many of us don't like that medicine at all. Unless you are Pastor Peter. He likes bitter medicine. Hallelujah. Do you know what that medicine is called? Mm. It's like a bad word. You know, there are some words that when you say that people get uncomfortable. Uh-huh. That medicine is like when you mention the name. People think it's like you have mentioned a very bad word. Hallelujah. It's called fasting. Ah, I know I can't. Also, bring your friend. No, 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 <laughs> oh, Makotaya. So, since we all agree that the change, you know, we are struggling with it, it's time to fast. Since why are you looking at the floor like that? Oh, when I'm he's looking at my face, but this time when I mention the medicine name, Hallelujah. Amen. Fasting is God's remedy for the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible tells us that there was a people who lived in a city called Nineveh. The Bible says that they were very wicked people. I mean, they didn't care about God or what God said. And they live their life anyhow. But God had mercy on them and God says, I want these people to change. Oh, Hallelujah. So God sent his prophet called Jonah to this city. And Jonah didn't want to go, but eventually he arrived. And he began to preach powerfully. So let's jump to Jonah chapter 3 from verse 4. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. He said, Something is coming. 
obon okokode hwe nuanu me bibiri besi hallelujah verse 5 so the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them for the word came unto the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes and he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and of his nobles saying let neither man nor beast head nor flock taste anything let them not feed nor drink water but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God yea let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not hallelujah amen so the king issued a decree that we are going to fast inti and this fasting they even added the animals. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Because the king saw that what is coming is serious. And this group of wicked people. They changed so much that Bible says that the judgment that God was bringing upon them, God turned it around. The Bible me and with them as what them brought you free. What said the master me was a saint that na nyankupon kechi on the orbano nyankupon yifio. If fasting could change the people of Nineveh, it can change you. Aso akwanti you to me society them. If fasting could make Nineveh respond to the word of God, then fasting would do the same for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of us don't like fasting. Hallelujah. And it's because the flesh is strong. Hallelujah. Amen. And fasting makes the influence of your flesh weak. You see, sometimes when you are fasting and somebody even annoys you, you can't even, you don't have the energy to get angry. You are thinking of six o'clock. You don't have time to, to, to worry about this guy. You just let the person go. No, my kind of worry. So normally, the normal way you think that this you the world have fired this guy, eh? but you it's okay. The normal way you think is not working anymore. Fasting is influencing the way you think. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you want to fast so that you bring down the power of your flesh sufficiently for God's word to begin to influence you so that you can have permanent change in your life. Now sometimes when we fast, the only reason we are doing it is because pastor said we should do it. This year, God wants you to fast with a purpose. 
Dama afinya kupede if it shall come na akwanjrape opede chino yen wo butai binti and you are going to fast because you want to change na butai adri ya dama kwanchi nyinde mepede ensusa ba mabrabom you are going to fast because you see that there are things fighting the change that God wants to see in you mepede me ya dama kwanchi because ma manyi tiede nzema bi rukutia you are going to fast because there are habits and attitudes that have been in your life for too long. You are going to fast because you know that there are certain things God has called you to do that you are not responding to. Hallelujah. You are going to fast because you want to submit yourself to God. Hallelujah. I have mentioned a few times how a few years ago. I think it was one of the July fasting that we did. And that fasting was quite difficult for me that year. And as we entered the final week, I was very happy that the fasting was come to an end. And then the Lord said that this is your happiness. Have you, have you asked whether what I wanted to do in your life through this fasting, it has been done? That you are so happy. Alshmejina <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Many times we do church fasting and we don't have a purpose ourselves. There's nothing that we want to see change in us. You see, fasting, one of the best things it does, it is it breaks down the power of your flesh so that God can have room to do operations on you. Because when your flesh is strong, it does not allow God to do the surgery that is needed in you. I see, in pen, baby, say, yeah, yeah, I yeah Hallelujah. Amen. So this 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 fasting we are going to do, we are fasting for change. And the change must take place in you. See, many times when we want change to happen, we are fasting for our business to change. We are fasting to get promotion. We are fasting for some breakthrough. The primary change that your fasting must seek to accomplish is a new fast. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Now, if this wicked king could see value in fasting, why not you and I who, are, who have the Holy Ghost in us? The man, the man was so convinced about fasting that he said, "Even other animals." Hallelujah. Amen. It's time for change. Let's look at another scripture in Deuteronomy chapter eight. It's, it's one that we looked at earlier this year. Chapter 8, from verse 2. Okay, from verse 1. And all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore. Now shall remember all the way the Lord has gone, let thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, and to prove thee, and to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or not. Verse 3, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know. And my lady know that man does not live by bread alone, or by bread only, sorry, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord that man lives. Hallelujah. So, 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 the Bible says that God humbled people of you see, hunger humbles human beings. Alright. Hunger humbles human beings. And that is one of the powers of fasting. That it brings a humbling into you. Because the reason why you are not listening to God is because you think you know better. And that pride that you have, you have been broken. Because at the root of that is a pride that makes you think that you know the than what God is telling you. And so God seeks that you should fast so that that pride will go. And you see, this is something that you yourself do to break down the pride in you. If you don't do it, then External situations and circumstances has now been brought in to teach you humility. It's like I, I knew a certain man, he, he, was, he, was, he was very successful and he didn't care about God. I mean, he was just humanizing other. And then he was falsely accused and ended up. His wife was always praying and told no, guy, he never listened. He got falsely accused and ended up in jail. That's when he said that he says his name. Was 
willingly and even cheerfully. And
Yes. Yeah. 